The World Show with Nikki B. Yes, it is The World Show. And right now I'm joined by two I call brothers. And they are part of Brother Moves On. The Brother Moves On. <laughs> yes, welcome always to The World Show. In fact, welcome again, both of you. Yeah. Sia, thank you for coming. Thank you very much, Sia Bonga. <laughs> and of course, Muhammad, you were with us a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, thank you. A couple you. of months ago, actually. Muhammad Dauji also. Yes. And as I said, wow, you now a brother moves on but of course you and Sia are no strangers to playing together <laughs> no no no, no, yeah. no. We, we've been working together for a while now yes. Yes. Yeah. and also part of the kinsmen so it's quite a quite yeah. a lot of work you've done together yeah we did a piece of work for the South Korea Biennale um, together with Kinsman, um, the two lead vocalists from Hipopolga Pico. So we've been working yeah. and work, living in and around each other. Our ecosystems make sense. So he's now part of the brother. He's an official brother. An important brother. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but wow, the brother moves on. It's been a while since you released. Yeah. Yeah. Tell yeah. me what's been happening, Sia, while there was time Grief. out. Grief, yeah. Nikki. Grief. Grief is not an easy thing to yes. to deal with. Um, also, just decisions of whether or not we should be doing this thing anymore. Uh, but the music spoke louder than anything else. Yes. I remember many a time when you were sitting at home going, it's, it's time to call it the day. Yes. And you'd listen to back to the music and you'd be like, it's still worth it. As tired as I am, yes. it's still worth it. So the music called us back. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I always say. You know, often I say it about creativity is... It dictates the song, the album, the painting, the the sculpture, whatever. It tells you when it's ready. It tells yeah. you mm. when it's time. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Well, the, the beauty of this is, um, uh, it was a collaborative project between us and Matsuli Records. Yes. Where we had been doing a series of gigs, um, where we were doing tracks in honor of Patsumi and in honor of uh, Malombo. Yes. And uh, eventually, they ended up. Uh, having us do one in London and at the London one they were like we really should do this album together and then I came home and I searched Matt Temple's email address and I found the first email I sent to him back in my Kempton Park days Hmm. saying to him it would be a great idea for Brother Moves On to do a project where we like shine the light back to bands that uh, like shaped us and the sounds that made us and the songs that we found and it was amazing that a good like 12, 15 years later and hear this thing had made its own reality. Well, you know, I love what you're saying because I even spoke about this a couple of weeks ago about sometimes we have these ideas and again, you've got to leave it, throw it out Mm, there and it's so beautiful to find when a dream you had actually comes to fruition deca- a decade or more later. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and, exactly. and, and, and that I'd even say to people, to give people hope, to say, mm. keep your dreams. You never know when you might be able to realize them. Most definitely. And very often they surprise us, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we mustn't forget their messages as well. Their messages from beyond to us. They don't really belong to us. Yes. So it's good to write them down. It's good to put them on a piece of paper, put them on email, but yeah. don't let them be the burden you carry. Yes, you know? you're so yeah, right. Because sometimes we think, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, and yeah. it actually almost pushes it away. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Totally. <laughs> no, beautiful. But, you know, speaking about that even, when I listen to this album, Tolika Mtoliki, yeah. I must say it slowly. Tolika <laughs> Mtoli. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to get it right by the end of the show. <laughs> but when I listen to this album, it's maybe also appropriate that time passed because 
because in some ways I think this might have been ahead of its time, you know, just musically. Well, hey, <laughs> the weird thing is I feel so like musically, uh, this music was ahead of its time then. Already, it's just yeah. like yeah, it's it's it, it's that situation of being ahead of your time might end up being a genre of its own yes. instead of something in description of people not getting that music because a lot of times when you play this music a lot of people already have taken it to heart it's theirs already yes. and we're just re-echoing it we're, we're not in essence the, the original is is that it's a re-echo of what Moses meant to us yes. and that's exactly why they all make sense it, it was to go back, to go forward, because of course there's a, another album that's lurking behind this one. So album. I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> but that'll be released next year. Yep. Another Brother Moves On album. Of originals, yep. Of originals, yeah. yeah. But again, I think, you know, these songs might be the inspiration, but the interpretation is what makes it original and, and the tribute, as you say. Most definitely. Why did you choose, or why, you know, why. Why make this album? Tell us a little bit about these iconic music makers that have inspired this album. Well, Mahmoud, I mean, yeah. no, I, don't, I don't actually want to kick this off because I, I, I'm, I'm still kind of working my way and weaving my way through the archive, you know, of, of all the artists that we that we covered on this. I, I use cover like, I guess, um, carefully there uh, on this album. So yeah, so yeah, help me out, man, with, with specifics. <laughs> I'm not saying much, but 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 I, I do want to say things about the archive more generally, but not right Please now. Please do, yeah. Well, I, I can start with you think you know me. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we actually argued with Matsuli about who wrote the song for okay. a very long while, and we thought we knew. And of course, the elders knew better than we did. Yes. Um, that and that the Mongi Zifeza wrote that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I was totally unaware, and I've been yeah. playing it as a single. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, if, if you go on YouTube, uh, it's Bra Ezra who's uh, put down as the person. So that, that's where we're YouTube generation. Yes. We do stupid things and thinking that that's where it comes from. Yes. So we learned. And what's interesting about that relation is um, my time in Europe has I've many a time there's this one photographer who comes and brings me. Uh, a CD that uh, Johnny Diani or Pramongi has uh, uh, recorded yes. in his in his space, and he goes, "This music needs to be remembered." And so it's happened over time of that relation. Yes. And that's the thing. I think that's, it's not about the fact that this will make this music remembered. It's just to echo that we're not on a new journey as a new young black uh, renaissance in relation. Yes. It's been happening. It continues to happen. We're one of the three global leaders in what people like to call jazz, but I like to call music of black origin. And we've, we've affected the other two, the American sound and the British sound, very heavily. Yes. And we don't give us ourselves that, that those flowers of, of looking back at, and it's not the fact that these are forgotten composers. No, these are, that's the canon. These are legends. Yes. And it's raising the canon and going, the canon is important. And our canon is important in as much mm. as we'd like to not be forgotten mm. and you know what also in saying that it's also interesting because the bands you've chosen to I don't want to use the word cover I would say tribute mm. you know in fact it was Klale and this is something I've said a few times on the show Klale many years ago Klale Machene said to me you know when you when you cover a song it mustn't be a cover yeah. you must tribute the song 
you must tribute the composer and you must tribute <laughs> anyone who's ever done it justice. Yep. Wow. So for me, these are tributes to the songs. Yep. Mm. But I think they're also tributes to the bands because I'm sure, didn't you start discovering some history there? Most definitely. Look, uh, Mala Poets, mm. uh, we had come wow. into contact with tracks here and there. But yes. yo, my daughter, the more... We kept thinking about it the more it made sense and it was the most difficult to do and the most closest to the idea of a mechanical cover yes because i think there also needs to be a differentiation to when the record labels start using this cover culture for their outcomes yes and the cover culture we grew up around where You'd hear Nina Simone play a Bob Dylan. You'd hear, yes. <laughs> you know what yes. I'm saying. These things well, even even Lulu just now was yeah. speaking about Hey Jude, yep. well, you know, yep. and how he changed it yep. to a three four. Yep. You know, <laughs> yes. yeah, you know what I'm yes. saying. And it was it was it was that. Mm. It's like, and I think what's lost in that is the community of musicianship as well, the the paying homage to that energy, to that song, and how it's actually shaped you yes. in what you're making, and. You lose that, you also lose that kinship to other musicians and it becomes this like ageist space yes. where there's music you don't touch and play. And we're trying to get to the opposite. We've been having this conversation of our music needs to be played by youngsters who are learning to play guitar, who are learning to play bass, who are learning to play drums. There's a young band from Peter Maritzburg that sends us videos on Instagram of them playing our songs. Amazing. And I'm like, that's where it's supposed to yes. be. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's the sharing of music, yes. of what music can do for your life. Yes, it's you know as I say in any in any art school of any form, study the masters first, mm. and then start finding your own style. Yep. You know, mm. so in a sense, it is about that. Yep. Let's hear one of the songs. There's a whole lot more I want to ask both of you, but uh, this one struck me a lot. Tell me about Formo, where it comes from, and who's featured, and so forth. Uh, for Mo is probably like next to Puleng, another song which we finally recorded. One of our oldest, oldest songs is Elizabeth Tembu, who's an amazing composer and my little brother. Yes. Um, we grew up listening a lot to Moses Molelekwa. Yes. Uh, Zoe Molelekwa is actually very close to Zueli right now as, as human beings in life. And we've always played this song, even before we knew Zoe, a tribute to Moses. We come from Tembisa, 1632, yes. 1630. And it's paying homage to our roots. We always say on stage that, like when we're overseas, that if you want to understand what Mo means to us, he's our Jimi Hendrix. He's the reason we got onto what we did. And we open the track with um, this piece where he's talking about uh, musicianship, which was uh, made available to us uh, gracefully by the family and associates who worked with Mo. And it's where he's talking about you don't become a musician in one lifetime. Um, I'll let the music do the talking, but Mo had a way of saying this in his music, and it's interesting to have him talk Absolutely. before we play. Yeah, so special. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sia and Mohammed, with me. They, of course, are the brother moves on. They're part of it, along with a whole lot of other beautiful brothers. The brand new album has just been released, Tolika Mantoliki. Say it again, Sia. Tolika Mantoliki. Thank you. <laughs> it is the world show. Nine five nine. I've got.
got a clip. I'm so excited <laughs> about this album. <laughs> you know, I, I'm even going to... I'm just... Here's a secret. Mm. Normally, musicians, you give me their albums so that I can play and share them with you. And I, and I couldn't get hold of Sia, but I, <laughs> I loved what I heard so much that I said, I'm going to buy it. So you see, I do buy music and this is an album worth having. Tell us about the meaning of Tolika Matoliki. I can't say it quick enough. So, uh, Um Toliki is at uh, a, a, a ceremony, be it a funeral, be it a church, be it a wedding, the person who interprets. So, from Zulu to Sutu, from, you know, from one language to the other, depending on who the families are. Yes. So Tolikam Toliki is interpret interpreter as just like oh, uh, because these are interpretations of these songs yes. and uh, we're asking you to interpret for it with us you know beautiful mm. to be part of that interpretation yeah. what a beautiful tribute what a beautiful way to tribute somebody like Moses Taiwa Malalekwa beautiful uh, you know uh, and, and now it makes sense when you said to me this is spirit talking this is uh, and do you think that was part of the process of choosing I mean you could have chosen a whole number of songs yeah, yeah definitely yep. yes yep. there were two yes. that didn't even get on but we'll talk about those after <laughs> we'll tell you the ones that we, we were just blown because Matsuli had a difficult job over there, asked us for six tracks, we gave them eight. Okay. And we already written, the two they didn't choose, we had already written off as definitely these are not going to get on the album. Yes. I mean, these are going to definitely get on the album, and yes. they didn't. So, they're coming in the next one, but they're, they're also two bangers. Okay, but, but no, 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 look, you've got so, <laughs> you, uh, let me, let me finish this album, because I know you've got another one coming, and I'll, there's this one, <laughs> and I've got many months to share this album. I only have one show a week, you know. <laughs> yeah, but Beautiful. But you were speaking to me when we were off and, and you were speaking about, you know, being able to play this music and then get feedback. Yep. Tell mm. me about some of these stories. Yeah, we've, we, we had the, the beautiful pleasure when we played at the Church of Sound show in London for uh, Julian Bahula was sitting behind since mm. our drummer and was just like, loves the music, loves what we're doing. Yes. Um, getting that affirmation from the elders is something that's really amazing. Uh, the band leader from Batsumi, uh, when we were playing the, the Orbit show back in the day, uh, great friends, Fiso Kanyile and Seho Kanyile, had brought him along as well yes. um, to listen. And he was like, yeah, we should come visit him in Pretoria and uh, come listen to more of their music. They're, he loved our interpretations as well. Yes. So these these affirmations are also just like, I think it's, that, it's a community of music as well. You don't get that affirmation unless you're the big star, the big five that made it out. Yes. It's important to, you know, spread that love quite deeply to those that still live and those that have passed who'd left a path for us to actually take. Mm. Yeah, and I think it's important because on one hand, they see the impact of what they're doing. Mm. But also, I'm sure it's important to get their blessings. Mm. You know, for me, that's that's mm. so important. Even even to do a remix or something, you want the blessing if the person is still of living. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yes. You know, let's not yes. Khan and that Kanye West does yeah. <laughs> This is the world show. <laughs> <laughs> the, other, the other overwhelming thing for me has been like, at least on the very short tour we've had, had is the response from young people to the music you know like calling out 
asking for tracks like while yes. we're on stage you know like making requests yes and you're thinking like you know this it speaks to i guess the timelessness and the, the you know we, we mentioned the word um before it's time i guess earlier or the phrase before it's time of this music you know that that it has that capacity to to really move people in that way and that's been really surprising for me to to see as well and i'm sure that the elders we're speaking of would would be happy to see that I hope would be pleased to see that yeah absolutely yeah. yes but even in our tour we went back to the grunge we went back to the beginning to go forward of course yes so we went to the spaces that uh, when no one would put us on stages was put us in their backyards yes and put us in their tents and put us in their relations so we've you can hear our grunge our like gruff voices because yes. uh, we've been on the road we've done Don't Trip in Daviton which was a beautiful show at uh, our friend Letabo's Walk Fresh store yes. we did his and hers last night in Soweto yes. Yes. Uh, we did Wolf and Co in Sakane we've gone back to changing in the car you know the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the way that real musicians live not just your your yays yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and it's it's it's, it's trying to we're trying to remember I think yes. we're all trying to remember something yes. in this relation and it's, it's that trying to remember what made us what we are and in fact part of this release has been that you you were kind of intent on taking this around as a tour yeah. um, the importance of that it's an integral part from yeah. what I've been reading and seeing yeah, it's, yeah. it's very much a friend once said uh, you know how much opportunity it wasn't like the heydays when Cape Town was like the music mecca of South Africa yes. at some point like you guys, was it? Yeah, no, good question. Uh, someone was like, "You guys should move to Cape Town. Advertising world loves you. you. You'll be great at this moment. You're popping. They're all talking about you." And my answer was like, "If we lived in Cape Town, we wouldn't make the music we make." Mm. Uh, you know, yeah. it's very yes. specific to where we're from. Yes. So this going back is very important in us about to hit Europe next year, yes. to attack the, the the trying to get to South America next year relations of life. Yes, it's important to remember what we are, so that we. And that's the thing is, it's it's not when you're younger you fight the title of world music, and then later on you're trying to relate to it as something that you politicize in what kind of music you carry as this idea of world music when it leaves Africa. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know, it's an it's interesting one because apparently, you know, the title world music is not appropriate anymore. It's not being used. I think they're using worldwide or something yeah. like that. Because, of course, there were those issues yeah. where there was always like a Eurocentric and American music and everything, everything else. else is, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And But over the years, I've I've certainly embraced it because I just say, well, I play music from the world. You repositized so there it. we you go. Hey. You know, and I think uh, <laughs> that is this is music that the world must be taken to the world. I think one more thing about touring it, you know, is you know, you think of the title like interpret interpreter. That's an active thing, you know. It's not something that can live on a record or live on a online like a rendition, you know. It's in the playing um, yes. that it comes through. So, and and that's what I've been experiencing as well. Is is we've had like these moments of the, the music's constantly growing because we are constantly interpreting it, whether we've we're not trying to play the record, the recording. You have the recording, you know, yes. for that reason. And you know, I think what you said earlier on, Mohammed, about the next generation appreciating it, and and for me, isn't that a, what it's about? Because I mean, for me, what I also love is when I get remixes and I play the remix, and it the next generation says. 
rooted the original yeah. and goes back to explore sure. that. Yeah. You know? Yep. Last yeah. night there was a killer um, uh, uh, remix of uh, Urban Village's Ubaba. Oh, yeah. Done by Tota. And it was oh, Tota killed it. It was, And that's the thing about it is that something else is being shared in those difficult yes. night moments of us trying to put together these events together. Mm. That's smart culture. And we have been sal- selling Matsuli vinyls on the road. Yes. The Muslim Shango went within two shows. Sure. They cleaned out the Urban Zulu. Just like yes. that understanding of yes. culture where the youngsters like second year varsity carrying three vinyls yes. walking out of the situation. You're like, yes. we've done something if that's how. But even like Batsumi, I mean, people just don't know about them. You know, and for me, what a powerful, powerful group. And at the same time, all these people that you are reinterpreting, whether it's Taiwa, whether it's uh, Dr. Philip Tabani, whether it's uh, uh, whoever it is, Amala poets, these people were integrate, in, integrally, just by the mere fact that they were artists, part of the struggle, part of yep. a representation of revolution. Yep. Matota, uh, Mala Poets, is, a, is an anthem for the food sovereignty movement. Yes. It's, it's in its in its essence talking about the fact that we've counted on this capitalistic world and have stopped farming and it's it's still as vital as it was sang back then as it is now it's actually become even more vital hmm. as time has yes. gone on so it's, and it's, it's become almost more vital because why are we still having to fight for the same things yep. why are we still yep a different time the struggle is still real yeah but it's, it's, yes. it's so beautiful in that it reminds you the language is there so yes. don't be stuck in the frustration that you're the first black person to have to deal with the situation in that language they've left you the the sharing in the common collective yes. of that pain so that you can do something with it yes carry the strength yeah. Yeah. of those who have come before and triumphed and are maybe still struggling yep. hmm. yes yep. beautiful powerful let's play where my daughter yes <laughs> anything you want to say about this track before i play it nah it doesn't it does it for itself <laughs> let's let it do it for itself the brother moves on they've just dropped it i know it's going to be on vinyl we're going to talk about it on the other side of the song where my daughter the album is Tolika. Tolika, Toliki. <laughs> I'll join you next time. It is, of course, the world show. Wow. <laughs> I wanted it to carry on. <laughs> I wasn't ready for it to finish. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Magic, yeah, the magic yeah, of yeah. that Tunzim Vubu solo. Yeah. Tunzim Vubu and Bokani Daya magic wow. mixed with Elysium Tembu. They're holding it tight. And don't forget Brastiv, man. Uh, oh, oh, yes. Wow. Yeah, the magic of this track yeah. underlying was Brastiv Daya was our engineer through the situation. You're joking. That's amazing. Yeah. And taught us a and lot about So this about was music. recorded at Daya Studios. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so at this moment, Brastiv pulled out his guitar. So you'll hear some guitar yes. hidden there. Beautiful. Yeah, you Brastiv did a lot of work. And Ariel Zomonsky, actually. So on this day, Ayala Zalegile, we couldn't find him on the day. And we called Ariel Zomonsky and he came through. Yes. And 
he he did his bass for that day. Yeah, yes, so beautiful. Shout and out to Muhammad's well. flute. Yeah, I mean, Mtunzi's flute. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was the last yeah, last thing to happen in studio. Mtunzi yes. wanted to go home. Yeah. And I was like, Mtunzi, please, I need yeah, a flute solo. Like, here, dog. It'll make sense. <laughs> yeah, it was really more. It's actually that reflection back to that painting whistle culture that we were talking about yes, earlier as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I was. I could hear it, and I was like, Mtunzi, you. Yes. And Muhammad, this is the first time since the making of the album. Yeah. That you heard this, yeah. this track. <laughs> and I played it loud. Yes. I mean, I don't. I think I guess it's like you know, anxiety. You don't want to like hear it too soon, or yes. But also, you work and become very it. close to something. It's difficult. You almost need the space. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. To, I mean, and it's come actually, back and listen. And I, I think I, the other reason I didn't listen to it is because I wanted to hold on to the memory of recording it. Okay. You know, yes. Because it's really it, good. it was a really beautiful moment. Yeah. Um, we were all together. I mean. I was singing. I'd never really done that, you know, in, in, a, in, a, in a group with people like it's publicly. Uh, you were singing publicly, yeah, and, and, <laughs> and like learning the lyrics. And you know, I think it was a very special moment, and I wanted to hang on to that for as long as possible. Beautiful. So, tell me a little bit about when it was recorded, because I mean, were we, were we in lockdown again? When we was we recorded album? just like was it December before lockdown, the November December then. Okay, yeah. so it was about a yeah. year ago. Yeah, then we sent it to Matsuri. And Matsuri were like, ah, come on. <laughs> come on. You come know, on this, is, this is 65%. Really? Like, <laughs> and we were quite taken aback. And then we went, like, we wouldn't have uh, togetherness the way it sounds. You wouldn't have Matoto yes. the way it sounds. You wouldn't have Anishilabi the way it sounds okay. if Matsuri didn't push back to be like, Take you guys can do, you Take can go further. further. Yeah, and so straight like after lockdown. We like what you're doing, but not yeah. yet. So straight after lockdown, we went back in. This uh, year, yeah, yes. For uh, another session, and that's mm. what produced the final album. Amazing. Yeah. So once again, you see, sometimes it is worth standing back yep. from a creation. Yep. Yeah. To Because you get very, I know as an artist myself, I get very kind of into it, and you yep. can't, you need a bird's eye view. Yeah, yeah, Rolling Stone magazine said that about our first album. And we took him. Uh, we took him to the like to the. <laughs> I don't know where you even took him, but like we took him out online about this yes. issue where they were like, "Yeah, you know, they would have been amazing with a producer." Yeah. So it's interesting now with age and maturity to notice the power of producing, but also to not deny that we also have this power of being able to be co-producers yes. in producing our work. Yes. So it's 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 found this middle ground rather than us simply just going, well, we'll give it to the producer, he'll make it sound nice. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, it's yeah. important. I think it's vital for any musician to have that kind of, to co-produce yep. their, mm. their yep. album. Yep. Mm. And I think any great producer would allow that space because it's about enhancing your creation. Yep. Or drawing the best out of what is possible. Exactly. But, you know, I was just thinking about it and I thought, let's take a moment to look at Batsumi. I touched on it. But it's a band, you know, everyone knows Moses Taiwa. Everyone knows Philip Tabani. Okay, the Malapoets, I think we need... For me, I grew up with the Malapoets, you know? I grew up with the Malapoets. I grew up with bands like the Malapoets, Sakile and others. But I think that uh, Batsumi is one of those who really is so incredible. And what they were doing amidst the times they lived in. Is there anything you've learned about their history? Well, look, the thing about Batsumi that kind of like drew me in was the movement away from the Nguni lyric as the central at that time which is kind of a very powerful thing you know yes and also 
depositing the so-called other tribes that apartheid would like to call us and we don't actually subscribe to that but uh, giving them this very contemporary relation so Anishilabi the story of coming home and uh, your food's been eaten and you don't want the food anymore because everyone keeps eating or giving you the wrong kind of food for the relation it's just like it's these like contemporary issue yeah yeah Yeah. it's like it's such a pop song (laughs) and we don't have so we we, it's like in that fact of like we're saying we need to uh, decolonize the curriculum it's kind of the opposite we're pushing for and it's not to say that the the institutions should stay colonial but it's to go we already have decolonized the, the institution we've we just need to acknowledge those who've done it as well and let the canon come to the top now so that we can actually learn from it and Batsumi are a huge part of that because you never become a master of Batsumi's music there's another Mishanya and it comes in and you're like oh my god yeah. they take it they take it to so many different yeah. varying degrees of yes. a sound that makes you also start questioning yourself as a musician of why do I like define myself by these particular sounds? Why aren't I going out to find more sounds within South Africa's landscapes yes. and bring something? Because they, that's what they were able to do. And, and incredibly crafted and like so crafted, like the arrangements, the songwriting. Yes. I mean, I mean, I don't understand the lyrical content, you know, a lot of the time, but the, 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 the crafted nature of the music, like Mam Shanyana, we didn't play that song, yeah. but like, that is for me one of the greatest songs I've ever heard. Yes. Um, by Batsumi. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And of course, Batsumi coming out of Soweto, which I think is important to say, particularly in the times. Yeah. You know, mm. this was deep, deep apartheid times. Yeah. And also Soweto being a place where so many migrants settled. Yeah. So there is that melting pot. Yeah. And it's it's kind of, it does extend the, that Yeah, and, and, and the music, it's not Rainbow Nation-y to yes. think of that idea. You know, it's, it's very much like it's already existed. Yes. We, we just started selling it as Rainbow Nation y. Exactly. But it's exactly. that that's a Joburg sound. You know, that, a that grungy sound. Joburg sound. Yes. That, when yes. people take it out and overproduce it somewhere else, starts to sound like, oh, God, no, you're trying to make it a, yes. a KZN sound. There's a specific beauty to that KZN yes. sound. There's a specific beauty to that Joburg sound. And of as course, well. not forgetting Cape Town. Yeah, of course. I must, I, I was course, a yes, Because yeah. we did, we just Cape yes. Town earlier. Yes. We should have <laughs> <laughs> nice Wow, I love the Cape Town. We're going to Cape Town. We're going to Cape Town. Okay, together. Tell me about Together, the next track. Oh, togetherness. Uh, Johnny Diane is a muso. Like, I, I, I come from a drama perspective of things, and he does this thing of in his vocality, there's always the dramatic element to it, you know? Uh, so it's so interesting because that's what I've always liked doing. Yes. And. I've 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 been a fan without trying to even be a fan of his work. So, doing togetherness when we came to it, I was like, "Where are we gonna take the song? Mm. Like, where can you take it where he hasn't taken it already?" Yes, because it's very like is he's popeyeing the the Nelson Mandela togetherness that we all yes. where we you know the Rainbow Nation ideas that we've had to like mature yes. and become a different kind of country in relation to them, but. He's doing it in this very gesture, like, like his gesture going, everybody wants to be together, together, no matter the weather. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, for Mandela, yeah. <laughs> you know? And it just does it so well. So the cool part is, while we were doing it, we just somehow rhythmically broke through a portal. 
And in that portal, uh, uh, Gibson Kent is uh, togetherness, Bangani. Together, <laughs> together. <laughs> Came out and we put it in the lyrics like togetherness, together, togetherness. And Zeli once wrote this really amazing uh, a lyric that we've I've, I've always used as a sound check to find my space. Mm. And f- this is the first time it's actually fitted and belongs to a song. Yes. And so that's like the, the outro is very Brother Moves on track yes. from that togetherness track. Yes. Speaking about, you know, the pitfalls of the rainbow. Absolutely. Mm. Thank you so much. Brother moves on to Lika Matoliki. Beautiful. This one is Togetherness Bangani. Kaya 959. The brother moves on togetherness, not just together, togetherness. Tolika <laughs> Matiliki. <laughs> and of course, I'm with Asia and Muhammad celebrating this beautiful, beautiful, and powerful, and important, and musical new release. I've got to give you a big hand. This is just such amazing work. I mean, really, this is taking things to another level, and I'm, I'm so excited for. South African music and South African music internationally. South African music is shining yes. internationally. Mm. Doing, yes. oh, like our peers are out there doing the work. And, 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 and in different genres. Yeah. 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 In different genres yeah. as well. That's yeah. what I'm loving. That's the beauty of it. It's that it's, it's not only growing in leaps and bounds, but there's also an idea that we want a better world for future musicians in this space. Absolutely. So we're crafting that kind of space of reverence for the past and a belief in the future. Absolutely. And for me, you know, obviously the importance is home, starting at home, uh, working at home, but... The only way to be an artist these days is globally, Mm. to be working internationally. And besides that, I think the world needs South African music, Mm. you know? Yep, it's it's medicine. Absolutely, it's medicine. It's absolutely. Medicine, but it's the thing about it is, it's it's quite an interesting push and pull. The brother moves on would not exist if we didn't have a global relation. But at the same time, I could say that if we weren't from Johannesburg and locally bred from the music that comes from here, the culture that comes from here, the best audience still to play to around the world is in Johannesburg. Yes, it's, it's that understanding yes. of that you need to be grounded at home to hit the sky. You know, absolutely, mm. absolutely, um, and so. You know, you were speaking about this tour, so you've got a lot coming up internationally as well. Yes, as locally. We do. You'll be in Cape Town. We'll be in Cape Town this weekend. On Saturday, we're at uh, Chimurenga HQ, where with the, the intelligentsia, you know. Yes. Uh, and then on Sunday, we're at Selective Live. Uh, but uh, uh, in January, we go on an Indaba is to uh, the Brother Moves On and Bokani Daya uh, hit Europe for five shows. Amazing. We do the Brussels Jazz Festival. We do the Bum Haze, we do Moods in Zurich, and we do Sonivert in Paris. Amazing. Yeah, to spread the Indaba world because Indaba's coming back in the summer again in Europe, like back in November again in Europe. Yes. So big plans, big plans on the way. Well, you know, I was speaking about Indaba is, and also this, and I'd said to you, you know, 
it's almost perfect that you did and Daba is in between the release yeah. of this. this God's, God's yeah. been on my case yes. about South African yes. music. I've, yeah. just, I've just come home from uh, four shows with the Metropole Orchestra. Amazing. Yeah, conducted by I Mark. love the yeah. Metropole Orchestra. Yeah, it was the yes. big band. It was the big yes. band conducted by Marcus Wyatt. And what were we doing again? We were doing South African Songbook. We yes. were doing the Jonas Kwangwas, the Hugh Masekelas, yes. the and bringing the new kids with uh, some Benjamin Jafter in there and Bokani's. So like all this music has been about, I think that's been the important part of now is that there's something being opened up and trying to place all of this culture and this music yes. in the important realms that it needs to be archived yes. as because there's something magical happening in South African music that has happened despite governance, yes. despite the apartheid the lack era, of support, the lack of support, of, but yes. the magic is there and it keeps yes. happening in the world understands and knows this. Yes. You know, and it would be great to have archives here. I remember being in Slovenia and walking into an exhibition of Bra Luis Luis Moholo yes. and his photos all over the room and I was like wow. I haven't seen this at home. Where's his yeah. where's his flowers at home? Where's yeah. you know and that's the basis. Yes. And you know how many you know, what can I say, collectors albums that I found abroad yep. that were not, yep. you could not find them here, whether it was Ray yeah. Perry and Stimela, Brahe, yep. or the Hedzelesa. Those were albums I sourced when I was abroad, came back and people were like, where did you get this? Yep. You know, And it's about time, as you say, we bring it back home. Bring it back home yeah. and let's make the archive available to mm. kids in the hood who are looking for jobs. Yes. You know, yes. as something to feed, to feed the ethos of yes. what we are as a country. Look at what the Gutta has done with their centers around the world. Yes. We need that kind of arts orientation of arts is the way you're going to save this situation. It holds the space Absolutely. when we don't have solutions mm. and builds human beings who then create solutions. So it's 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 in that we will yes. find a waiting period for this youth who are unemployed, who are passionate, great producers, who make yes. stuff amazing in their bedrooms. Yes. They just need access to markets. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But on that note of collaboration, I'm going to take a minute because it's yes. uh, just a few weeks uh, ahead that we're actually doing the second edition, the second Joburg edition of the Paris New York Heritage Festival. And uh, the brother moves on, is going to be performing. Yes. And we almost didn't do the festival because of COVID and we didn't know what was happening and then we thought let's do this live recording so we're doing it on the 4th of December at Conhill it's going to be a live recording yeah. featuring many people but the brother <laughs> moves on it's going to be the basis of the band and it's going to be a collaboration looking at what I prefer to be calling freedom songs rather than struggle songs yes. mm. yeah. and Sia's going to be there and you're going to be musically directing with Mtunzi Mvubu, Mohamed, Mohamed, Ayanda Zalegile, Mpio Shabalala, and Zelizu Mtembu in essence. And Msaki's going to be collaborating. And I played Rashan Ahmad a little bit earlier on. And of course, some of the children you've been working with from Morris Isaacson. So the whole thing would be to just try bring music that is supposedly 
because as someone was saying, you, are, you the brother moves on plays struggle music. Yes. What do you mean you're going to be doing something that's struggle music yes. orientated? And I was like, yeah, that's that's the orientation. Yes. Songs of freedom. Songs of freedom. Yeah. From past, present, future, future. as we discussed. Yeah. It's three, in this project. Yes. You see, we, we, the past, present, future starts to be diffused in sound. Exactly. You know, the sonic does something exactly. to bring us into a commonality of the time of our struggles and being able to find the reverence for the struggles of the past and the strengths for the struggles of the future. And now we're going to have children involved, yes. adults involved, contemporaries involved in trying to write music yes. that encapsulates freedom for us at where else but Constitution Hill. Absolutely. And as Brahe, you always said, ours was a musical revolution and I think it still yeah, is. Yeah, for but. I think it still is. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's hear another two tracks because I, I have to play these two before I let you go. Of course, Kia Bareka. The Doctor. The Doctor himself. The Doctor himself. You couldn't have done this album without... Uh, without speaking. <laughs> the do- the do- my house where I grew up and where my uncle, Pramaik uh, Mtembu, is sitting now and probably listening to this. Yes. Uh, is a house where Sakile and uh, Philip Dawan and Molombo and Nina Simone were standards of how I... Before I knew music, I knew those three very clearly as voices in my life. Amazing. So, Kiabereka is... You know, it's it's the anthem. It's uh, it's the anthem. It's the anthem. You know? There we go. <laughs> Br- the brother moves on. Tolika Matoliki. Not saying it properly. So you're getting me. there. Tolika Matoliki. You're getting Thank there. Thank you so much. <laughs> Nine. I love it. There's that little bit of brother madness ending off that song. <laughs> but still very old school. I love it too. But okay. Okay, now I get it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. And of course, tributing the man himself. Kea The brother moves on. It's on their brand new album. It's such a treat. And you've got a new album coming in six, few, six months time. Uh, less, yeah, more than, more than like March 2020. You're looking at uh, 2022. We're looking at announcing uh, out. I'm going to leave that one. We're going to yeah. talk about that. I will one talk about it when it comes. Yes, you know, let's, let's, let's focus on this. We still got festive season to go through. You know? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. But really, once again, this is such a brilliant album. I see this, and I said it to you, yeah. as being what could be the beginning of a whole series of such albums. I mean, we speak about the greatness of South African sound. Yep. There's so much to draw from. Yep. I'm sure you've. Maybe those songs that weren't included, but also I'm sure the set you're going of who you would do next yep. time. Yes. Most definitely. Yes. Uh, our music is about that. It's we've we've realized there's no such thing as a cover. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a mechanical way. But yes. uh, to, to when we do catch on the energy of another creator, we don't feel shy. Yes. You do continue down it, uh, even though we do hold on, as you've heard, to our own like authentic style whenever yes. we're doing it. Yeah. Mm. Absolutely, yeah. we're also never alone. You know, we've never yeah. been alone, yeah. and we won't ever be alone. Yeah. <laughs> that's a beautiful way to look at it, Mama. That yeah. is such a beautiful way to look at it. Just as in those who came before, those who are now, and those who are, are taking still to come. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. 
This is a powerful album. A big you. congratulations to both of you. The vinyl will be ready in January. In, in January. January, yes. But, but you know what I always say? Yep. Go online, buy digitally, yep. listen to that in the meanwhile until you can get your hard I, copy I of vinyl. You can pre-order it. On, yeah, you on can that, pre-order yeah. it online, but also you know, play play it for the fam. This Red, is this yes. is this is music for uh, everybody to start looking into these discographies. Yes, you know, this is just six songs. Uh, imagine all these musicians and what they made. Yes, and the whole point is to put you onto that to yes. more music to yes. listening to to what go is back. Yeah. Yes, yeah. to go back and explore these artists. Yeah. and uh, the information is it's also on Bandcamp. It's on all digital formats. Most definitely. Yes, Matsuli Records uh, pushing South African uh, reissue music. Yes, so they're they've vitally done important. such beautiful, they've beautiful, done such work. important work. Yes, you know? yes. They've, they've raised our G's to the level they need to be at. Yes, in relation to getting our music out there. Fantastic. And I look forward to seeing the live show of this album, Tolika Matoliki. Yes. Yes, coming soon. And of course, Catch the Brother Moves On on the 4th of December at Conhill as part of the Paris New York Heritage Festival Joburg edition. By the way, on that note, Jojoa and Lieutenant and Nicholson are coming back and they are collaborating with Cool Affair, which uh, started when they were here in 2019. And there's a whole lot more you're going to see it around yep. thank you guys for coming you're an absolute blessing thank, thank you for having us Nick. Yeah, thanks for having us I decided I had to end with the song tomorrow yep. is voting, voting day. day remember remember the 1st of November, November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe we don't need to say anything about it except play the song nah let it speak for itself you yeah know, you know you think you know me in fact on that note you know when, when I was thinking about this Freedom song collaboration and everything. This was one of the songs that made me realize hang on, some of my favorite musicians have been sending me songs in the past six months or this year that are actually freedom songs for today, yep. for tomorrow. Yep. These are the new freedom songs. Yep. And this was one of them that I said, This is a new freedom song. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, it's happening already. This is. You think you know me. You think you know me. Enjoy voting. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sia. Thanks, Muhammad. It's been an absolute blessing. Whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining. Keep safe, please. And of course, keep it Kaya. Here is The Brother Moves On of their new album, Tolika Mutoliki. Espera. You think you know me. World Show with Nikki B on Kaya 959.